0: Hello everyone, thanks so very much for tuning in today. What a blessing to be together on this Monday, and I'm excited that you could be with us. Hey, a bit of good news that I read concerning Bible reading and the results of it. I mean, we all know this as believers, and I'm sure nearly all of you listening to the program today are believers, but 92% of the people who read their Bibles, and they gave a very can we say, liberal uh, idea of reading their Bibles at least three times a year. Now, that's not a lot at all, but I would hope you'd read it daily. And that's my hopes and my plans for myself but and my practice. But to read it three times a year, 92% of those folks who said they read their Bible at least three times a year found that it changed their lives every time they read it. And then they went on even further, this survey that was done, and said uh, to those who read their Bible less than three times a year, what has it done for you? And again, 92% said that it changed their lives. When you think of that number, we think about, well, why wouldn't you read it more? Well, that's a good question. Satan is doing his best to keep you from reading your Bible, from listening to the truths of your Bible, from hiding the Word of God in your heart, from having a biblical worldview. He's doing everything possible to keep you from having that. So his first area of attack is to keep you from reading the Bible, or in our day it's so easy to listen to the Bible as it's being read. Any way, form, or fashion to get it in your heart and your mind is the way to do it. So, Uh, I'm encouraged by this, that that many people realize 92%, you're nearly 100% of people that says reading their Bible, even though it's three times a year, and some even less, has drastically changed their lives every time they read it. Then it's my prayer that God's Word would do even more. Well, you have these politicians who definitely are pro-abortion, and they're pro-choice, they call it, and pro-abortion and definitely against the Bible, against the Church. Yet they're quoting the Bible because they can find no greater source of what is morally correct than the Word of God. They're not quoting the Koran. They're not quoting any of the other books of Buddhism or other religions. They're quote the Bible. That's what Governor Newsom out there in California did. That's what Nancy Pelosi did and the senator out of Georgia. That's what he did. Warnock, I believe his name is. They'll quote the Bible in their pro-abortion stand. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason they do it is because of such figures that I've stated where people who read their Bibles three times a year, 92% of them says it changed my life when I read it. Then... I ask you the question myself the question, can we not encourage people more and more to read their Bible, to get into the Bible, to study it, to have it make an application in their life on a regular basis? Lord, help us to do that. That's my prayer as well. Well, something else I thought was interesting is that uh, there are more and more of the people in America that realize that their children are a target by Satan. Children are definitely the target of the devil today. And this wokeism that's getting out there into corporations and even Disney World and others, uh, it's telling us more and more of how children are the, in the crosshairs of Satan. Therefore, a recent poll just released that 77 percent Of the voters, that's over three-fourths of the voters today, says education is very important in their decisions in election year this year. Of course, it's just a couple of weeks till we'll be voting, but 77%, over three-quarters of the voters in America, says education is a very, very important election issue. And they're right. They certainly are. Perhaps many are waking up and understanding, hey, my children are being targeted. They're being used as guinea pigs. They're being told anything and everything. And a lot of it hid from the parents where the parents don't have control anymore. And we're not going to have it. We want different things than that. So uh, I was thinking of the verse that's truly the theme verse for our preschool. And our daycare center here at Antioch. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. Hide the word of God in their hearts while they're young. David said, I've hid thy word in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Oh, that the word of God was hid in the hearts of the children. Yes, from the preschool age, definitely from that age, the daycare age, all the way through, how important it is to hide the Word in their heart because as three-fourths, over three-fourths of the parents now realize that education is an extremely important issue and they are becoming more and more aware of how their children are in the crosshairs of the devil's scope and he's shooting at him every way that he possibly can. May you and I, as believers, do everything possible to get the Word of God out to everyone we possibly can and reach our children with it. You know, Child Evangelism Fellowship recently said that after, after a child or a teenager reaches the age of 19, after they reach the age of 19, only 9% are ever reached with the gospel. Only 9% are saved after the age of 19. Now think about that. Think how far down the road we've come in the wrong direction as the Word of God has been removed from school, prayer been taken out of the school. That was in 1962 and 63. All of this taken out of the school and now... By the time a child reaches the age of 19, only 9% are ever saved. So we know it that we need to do everything possible to reach them with the Word of God. Get the Word to them every way possible. In Sunday school, how important that is. In Bible study. And so many times we fail to use and utilize the tools Of the computer, we can do Zoom meetings, we can do discipleship meetings. Uh, Brother Larry Turner over in Wise, Virginia. Brother Larry has got a tremendous discipleship online ministry, Impact Ministries Wise. And that's the website, I believe, Impact Ministries Wise. And it's tremendous. It's just a virtual discipleship program. I encourage you to check that out, how important that is. Hey, let me announce a very special meeting that's sponsored by our church, and I know that this great radio station is also sponsoring it with us, and that is this coming Sunday night. That'll be the 23rd of October, Sunday night here at Antioch, 6 o'clock. Phil Cross, the uh, great songwriter, singer, singer, uh, the leader of Poet Voices and has had many, many awards. Matter of fact, I guess he's the most published songwriter today in gospel music. Phil Cross will be with us right here in concert at Antioch Baptist Church On Sunday night, October 23rd at 6 o'clock. That's this coming Sunday. And we want you to be part of it. So put that down on your calendar. Come and attend. Call your friends and tell them about it. I'm certain that the radio station is going to be promoting the music this week as well. So thank you for being with us today. Don't forget, visit our website, AntiochBristol.com a-n-t-i-o-c-h bristol.com the announcer give all that information at the end of the program God bless you keep you safe till next radio time thank you for joining us today we encourage you to visit our website at antiochbristol.com there you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us and so much more until next time stand firm in Jesus truth